so much. Dinosaurs came in all colors. There were creatures with different features. Had teeth to eat you. They made beds called nests and laid eggs after they had sex inside them. Why, Lupe? Hey, listen, you delivered it wrong. There's a pause after the sex, man. It's a pause, and then it goes into, no, that's not. That's your worst explanation of anything. Yeah, I was. I didn't put a lot of effort in. I ain't gonna lie to you. So let me tell you, like, when I first heard this song, I stopped after the first line because I just knew he was about to all lives matter us, and I was really worried. I'm glad he didn't. But yeah, still, yeah. why? This could have went left. I mean, but I guess we know why, but still, like... <sighs> everything isn't for everyone. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> and some things are for no one but Lupe himself. And well, his nieces and nephews. He did say it's his nieces and nephews because they were really into dinosaurs, and then he tried to also say it's a metaphor for old rappers in the game, but that's some bullshit. But this fine. It's cool. Um, go ahead. They had yeah. tails that was good for sliding. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like they had the tails, like the rap, like the rap is a tail. And it was good for sliding out to a party. Get, that's not no. reaching. When you just said that, I thought you meant like where the dinosaurs like sliding on their tails down hills and stuff. No, I wouldn't know. Stones, I wouldn't know. The Flintstones uh, were sliding down the tails. You know what I'm saying? You remember when he slid down the tail of his work? Uh, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> the pieces are coming together. Charles, don't give him that. Oh, don't give him <laughs> that. Oh, this makes sense. I didn't think oh, I heard it. it. It was not at if all. I, it's oh. <laughs> if I call my niece and I sit on FaceTime for 30 minutes while we eat snacks and laugh at each other, I don't post that video on YouTube for everybody to watch. We didn't need this. Nobody needed it. Does does she have bars like this though? Rar, my niece probably didn't sound like that. Yeah, yeah, your niece. Oh, okay, my bad. Yeah, she got bars. I didn't mean she rhymes two pants. minutes with two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> the whole different argument that we just had yesterday about Buster Rhymes verse. Were you there for that, Charles? Yes, and okay, you were right. Yeah. Me and Isaac talked about that. It was like, yeah, but I also said to them like. As soon as Tim started making his point, I was like, oh, I can hear the Lupe about to come out of this guy. <laughs> I was like, I, didn't didn't know that. I tried. <laughs> you, were, you were really good and you made some very valid points. And I think I was trying to steer the conversation back to like, hey, Tim is not saying this isn't a technically sound verse. Tim is just saying he's not saying anything in this verse, which if you read the words, he's not. It doesn't mean it's not a fun verse. It's just like I know enough Buster Rhymes music to know that this verse doesn't come up within his first 20 verses. If we're talking about ability. 50, 100, 150, 200. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's that's fine anyway. Yeah, shout out to Buster Rhymes, release the album. Um, on that note, welcome back to the Triangle Nonsense Podcast. This is Chuck Studio Trefo because I'm 34 now. I'm old, bro. I'm so Word. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, um here with us we have Sonic the Hamilton, aka Q, aka hey. the one with the name spelled correctly. AKA happy birthday to the big homie. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. And then we have, I, I, I don't know what your name means. We have JRP Gang, and I'm sure he will explain it. So explain it. Japanese RPGs, dog. Thank you. Oh. Thank you. JRP Gang. You understand? Oh, it's terrible about. now. You should. It's cool, <laughs> if you, if your, it was your birthday, so we'll let it roll. Yes, that's me representing for all the Japanese kids that actually lived in the South. Hey. 
Just and speaking of RPGs, today we're going to begin our second series on the Triangle Announcements podcast. If you're with us before, we finished our first series a couple weeks ago where we named on our podcast opinion the top lyricist from 2000 to 2010. Who won, Charles? I mean, Jay-Z won. So. Oh, who had Jay-Z, though? Mark, Mark Q had Jay-Z, everybody. But if you look it's at the- me. I did it, y'all. Game so, yeah. anyway. Ask Tim Donaghy. That's all I got to say. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so that happened. But now we're, we're kind of trying to show some versatility. So we're going to be talking about our favorite video games. Um, so what we're doing is we're picking games from three different areas of our lifetime. We're picking childhood up to the year 2000. 2000 to 2010, which Sonic the Hamilton has digged the PlayStation 3 era. And then we're doing current gen. So we're going to, yes. I just want to, it's 2000 to 2013, correct? Yes, it is. Correct. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. Okay. It is 2000, the PS3 era is 2000 to 2013. And so, and then the last one is just current gen. And so we're going to do a three round draft. We're going to each draft games and we're going to see what overlaps. We're just going to talk about our favorite games. It should be pretty. Nonchalant. We're get to it. So um, it seems like from the conversation we had in the pre-production that nobody really picked games so far. So we're just going to kind of let this roll. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Q pick game. I, I got mine. Yeah. <laughs> so to be fair, I pick from my heart, and I'm expecting that all of my first thought picks will just be my drafted. I mean that so. makes sense. Q also lived a very sheltered life because he had no Nintendo for years. So <laughs> that's why. <laughs> Just, just letting you know where everybody's coming from. So, but that's okay. Was I was sheltered from Nintendo? Sheltered was the word that I used. I was going to say less privileged, but we know that's not true. So, <laughs> no, that was, I don't even know what to do with this. <laughs> I'm gonna just mute my mic and let y'all talk amongst yourselves. That was not intended as a shot. I was just saying you lived a good life. That's all I was saying. That's literally all I was saying. I, it was, he was not just saying future and Drake. You lived a good life. That's all he's saying. In that scenario, you would be the Drake of us. It's getting worse, Charles. Just stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> he never worked at Walgreens that I know of. Who are the champs? I did not. I would have been terrible at Walgreens. Is anybody actually good at working at Walgreens? My mother worked at Walgreens for a while, and she was very good at it. Well, your mom's a G, so Fact. that's out. There was a pharmacist at the Walgreens that I used to go to. She would see whenever I walked in and would have my stuff ready right away. That's that was dope. Yeah, that's, that's solid. So yeah, um, who wants to start? Oh wait, which side are we starting? I on? can. Okay, yeah, I you should. Classic. You should actually start because you have the game. So sure. Um, I was going to suggest we start from the beginning and do childhood first. Okay. I thought that was another dinosaurs reference, but go ahead because that's how he starts. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say start from the bottom since I mentioned Drake earlier, but I feel also like works. That also yeah. works. But yeah. Um, so for me. My very obvious first pick here is Streets of Rage 2 for the Sega Genesis. I played that game probably still more than anything else I've played in my life. Um, and I spent hours sitting in my parents' basement with my Sega just running through the game over and over and over. What year was that game come out? I couldn't even tell you. Okay. I can tell you that I probably got it in 1996. Okay. I also don't know how, with my parents being as strict as they were about what came in the house, 
how I even acquired the game. Fair. I mean, yeah. Streets yeah. Race 2 came out in 92, by the way. But I feel like there, our childhood was like, it was when parents didn't completely understand video games and stuff. So some... I mean, I got games when I was 13 and I had no business having. <laughs> so, yeah. Fair. Mm. Uh, you want to go second, Charles? I mean, I like that pick, by the way. I, I feel like that's what you got to go with. No, that's a great pick. That's a great yeah. pick. Yeah. Um, since you, well, I guess we shouldn't. Well, since you're picking in this era, do you want to talk about other games you consider it for this pick? Um. So... In this pick, I also considered what I thought was going to be a uh, little bit of a tricky pick and picked Snake. Because in the time that we were growing up with the Nokia phones, everybody played it. Facts. Yeah. Like, I don't care who you were, if it was your phone, your mom's phone, your older brother's hand me down, whatever it was, it had Snake on it. And when you were bored, you would play it. And everybody did it. I think as a universal experience, that game is very high up there. It's one of the greatest that we have as a go-to. Yeah, I respect that. Solid. There's yeah. a lot of those games. I also... Go ahead. Yeah. I uh, I don't want to keep going down the list because there's some stuff that you guys might have picked too. So Okay. Um. So I guess I'll go next. Um, I actually was kind of thinking the same wavelength as you did. I thought the Minesweeper initially <laughs> for the same super classic reason. Um. Hold on. I'm <laughs> I mean, sorry. I'm Minesweeper fam? <laughs> I mean, I was thinking like just outside the box type stuff. I mean, clearly I'm, I'm not picking Minesweeper, but I'm going I'm going to go with the games that I'm not picking first before I pick, tell my game. Because, I mean, in this kind of particular era, once we move past this era, we're going to move on. So I don't think you're going to pick the other games. But if you do, it's fine. Um, other games I thought of, um, there was this game on, I remember, y'all remember the first Macs that came out that were colored? That like had the the like green the first one I remember was like green and like grayish. So there was this game called Outnumbered, where you were at a TV station and you basically solve like math problems to get different cues to solve the kind of Carmen San Diego type riddle mm. in TV station. That's the first like computer game I remember ever playing. That was really yeah. awesome. So and I'm sorry I'm being a bit long winded to take you guys on kind of a journey of my initial gaming experience. Um so first system we had was a Nintendo. Um obviously I'm a super Nintendo kid to the heart. Um I loved um, all the Mario games on the original Nintendo, they were awesome. Um, and then to Turtles games, um, Decision was kind of hard for me because I really, 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 really wanted to pick Super Mario World. Because I feel very strongly about Super Mario World. It is a fantastic game, and it kind of has all of the wonderful elements of what you want a scroller to have. You've got enough. It's a long. It's a long game. First of all. Um, you've got variety, um, and you've got secrets, and, and they're not easy secrets to kind of come up. So I was going to pick that, and but when it came down to it, like then I thought, hey, let me go get Turtles in Time. Turtles in Time was the second big Turtles game to hit arcade-wise and kind of set the standard for four-player arcade games of its time frame, and so to the point where there's multiple versions of it. Um, so I thought really strong, felt really strong about that as well. But Going with the heart, there's only really one game I can pick that works in this segment, and that's Ocarina of Time from Legend of Zelda. So, um, that's a real strong pick. Um, Ocarina of Time, like I vividly remember my initial playthrough of Ocarina of Time, just because one, the vividness of the game, they have the play between the child and the adult Link, and two, just the time. Like I remember 
beating that game because I was at a funeral and I was at the end of the game. And back when we traveled places, my mom used to let me take the Nintendo with us. And so we were at the repass at the funeral and my cousin had a TV and I hooked up the 64 and he's like, Hey, you've got Zelda, right? Let's play. And so I started playing and I just kept playing. And then I ended up beating the game that night. So yeah, there's a lot of good time. So I won't kind of, wow. yeah, I won't, we can kind of talk more later once we kind of go through it. So it's a long yeah. game to beat that fast. Ain't it? <laughs> oh, it wasn't, it wasn't a fast beat, but I was towards the end when gotcha, we gotcha. So like okay. I had like maybe two more dungeons left and then the final. So yeah. Gotcha. But yeah. That's, I respect all that. Super Mario World is, some people would say, is the best Super Mario. Uh, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't, because my best Super I Mario would. was one of my backup games, but that's just me. Go ahead, Marcus. What were you going to say? You wouldn't. Uh, I'm interested in what you think is the best Mario game of all time, but we'll hear that later, I assume. Yeah, I'll at least mention it. I guess I'll do the Charles. Uh, I, I'm gonna. Well, uh, let me let me not beat around the bush here. Everybody knows what game I'm gonna pick for the classic, because in 1997 a masterpiece was released. It's called Final <laughs> Fantasy VII. It, I didn't really have to think about this one. I just had to make sure I had the years right because I probably didn't play it till like no. Nah, I guess I played it in the 90s. Um, funny enough, this is not for the reasons that y'all listed for your games. This is not the game that I spent the most time with because I mean, obviously. Uh, there are several games I could have picked that I played a lot, lot longer. I only played it once when I was a kid, but it's like stuck in my head. Like it is for so many people. It's the size of that game is greater than the quality of the actual game, I think, but it's just what it meant at the time. I had never played a JRPG before, had no idea what it was. I got it for Christmas because I was in the store. It was like, it had been out for like two years or something like that. And my mom was like, what game do you want for Christmas? I was like, that dude got a big sword. I saw a commercial. I want that one. Had no idea what it was. And then I sat on my grandma's waterbed and played it for four hours on Christmas morning. So after that, it opened up. Like, that's what opened up gaming for me. Like, I played games before. I had a Nintendo. We had a Sega Master System before then. But I was just kind of playing it. And then once I got into Final Fantasy VII and I was digging into, I remember like game facts and stuff where you were yeah, I was just yeah. on a lot. Yeah. That, that was what brought me into all of that stuff. Cause I had to figure out how to get this weapon, that weapon, do all of that stuff. I had, that wasn't in my purview. I didn't really have a bunch of, I had friends that played games, but it was just one of the things we did. And after that, I was like interacting with gamers more. So that's what ushered me into a whole new world. And that's why I'm JRPG gang forever. Uh, I almost picked Super Mario 3. That was my my initial, after Final Fantasy 7, I was like, if this came out too late, Super Mario 3, because I played the hell out of that game. I don't even know. I don't know how many times I beat it. It was a game that I could just play. I would come on, play a couple stages, cut it off, feel nothing. And I felt just as good to come back in and play it again. It had the secrets that you were talking about. Because when I first found out you could go above on the castle level and get that whistle, I was like, yeah, it's a whole new world. (laughs) So that one, if we were going kids games, like you said, obviously everybody played Oregon Trail. I feel like that—that's the—that's actually oh right. Solid. You yeah. you might have actually just taken the whole thing if you had picked it. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. That's that, it's it's such a generation specific experience too. Yep. Yeah, like there's it's just us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah, it was those three years in America where we all played Oregon Trail on our computers inside. 
You weren't there? Right. (laughs) Lined up to wait for your chance to play Oregon Trail, to die of dysentery, or to try to ford the river, knowing good and damn well you couldn't do it, and then you lose all your damn oxen, and here we are. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think that that is definitely a generational game. So the other one that I considered was Pokemon. Pokemon Red, when I was a kid on Game Boy, Color, I think, maybe regular Game Boy. Was it Color? Red. I had Red. I think yeah, it was color. It was color because my had, boy had blue, so I got red. You know what I mean? I was just planning it out. Yeah. Right. My brother had red, and I had yellow. Okay. Released. I never knew anybody that had blue. Actually, now that I think about it, so that's cool. what that was. It was another game like Final Fantasy VII where I saw commercials for Pokemon, and I was like, I don't know what the hell that is. Like, I don't know what's yeah. going on here. Uh, and then he had it one day when I went over his house, and he was like, "You just catch monsters and fight them," and I was like, "That sounds." Okay, and then I played for like fifteen minutes, and that was it. We just played for like two hours, and I was like, "Mom, I need Pokemon." (laughs) That was that was like the, uh, you know, you go through life and you figure out like what things are your things. You know, as nerdy people as we are, you find your spots. That was my window where I was like, video games and Harry Potter books was my jam. I'd play Pokemon or I read a Harry Potter. That's what I was doing. That was it. Or playing soccer. Those are my three things. Do you remember if the games came out before the show or was the show first and the games came out after the show got Games came out before the show. So the show was a byproduct of the games. I don't know in Japan if they were or not. I don't know what the dynamic was. I think it was the same, though. The cards came out first and then the games and then the show. Oh, I don't think cards came before the games. I didn't know of the cards before the games for sure. Okay. I feel like I played the cards before I played the actual games. I do. I still have my Pokemon cards. <laughs> Dead ass. Wait for them you never to know, value man. again. You never know. <laughs> I came out here, so just backstory. Obviously, I lived in Japan when I was a kid. I collected Dragon Ball Z cards. I was in Tokyo a couple months ago before the world ended, and I saw a couple joints, and they were like, this card is worth 30 bucks." I was like, you know what? I need to have my dad go in the attic. I might have some money up there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got a cycle playing Goku with the with the shiny foil. I got that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Um, I figured when you said your Super Mario game, I figured it had to be Super Mario 3 because that's the only other one that people really talk about with Super Mario World. And look. Yeah. Yeah. I played Ooh. all of them on Nintendo, one, two, and three. Yeah. I don't know, man. I I look, I share your affinity for Super Mario 3, man, but just I feel like Super Mario World takes the three experience and enhances it, but that's just my, that's just my opinion. I, I love both. Like it's like, but it's like picking like it's hard to pick between the two for me because I just have such an affinity for both of them. It's not like I'm picking like with Zelda games. I'm very firm. Like I know what I know my ranking of the Zelda games. With the Mario games, it's a lot more difficult for me because I feel like they're all really the ones that I really really love are all really close. And they all have features about them that like make me really like love them. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, so. I always respect the Super Mario World opinion because I didn't have a Super Nintendo, so I played it in small spots when I was like at a youth center or boys and girls club. But I get what people say. I don't know if I've ever beat it. Am I the only one here that only has Super Nintendo? I guess. Sega Genesis gang. Fair enough. Mortal Kombat all day. That is all. Look, I want to get my Genesis. I will say Mortal Kombat 3 was a lot more fun on Sega than it was on Super Nintendo. I don't know if the blood was more realistic or what, because we had some kid in our neighborhood that had it. I had it on Super Nintendo. Kid in our neighborhood had it on 
Genesis. It just felt different. I don't know what it was. <laughs> Genesis was a good console, man. They needed a, a I, more mascot. Vector Man wasn't doing it. Nah. Neither was Echo or Earthworm Jim. Yeah. I almost. Uh, I do think that uh, Sega Genesis controllers are actually better for fighting games than the Super Nintendo ones. I think it makes sense because they're they're built like arcade controllers. Mm-hmm. Like they're right. the original arcade controllers. It makes yeah. sense. They're closer actually, to the professional controllers that they use. I actually almost picked Mortal Kombat 3 while we were talking about that's another one I almost picked too, just because I love that game so much and played I played I played that game probably as much as I played Super Mario games. Just because right. efficiently, yeah. Yeah, if we go with time played, I, I would have to probably go Pokemon because I like 100% of that damn game. I can, I think I still know all the Pokemon from the first game. I'm pretty sure I do. I'll have to take a quiz later. <laughs> I was about to say, ready? Somebody pick up the beat. Oh, man. Yeah. I wonder how much they're up to now. Oh, gee. I... I, I That's the funny thing about Pokemon, right? I think I came in at that end age because I got Pokemon Silver and my brother got gold. And then I just stopped. Like I played it for a little bit and I I don't know why, but I just quit. And then when I tried to come back later, I just it didn't I didn't get into it the same way. There was all these new Pokemon. I was the old man screaming, get off my lawn. I was like, I don't know what that is, but there are none of those mega evolutions. You got three at max. Yeah, I, I started to, I started tailoring out when some of the primary Pokemon started doing new evolutions. I was like, nope, this is too much for me. I'm cool. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, Charizard should be the end. Not, like, Mega Charizard. Watch Charizard Blue. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> what? He said it. Oh, Charizard? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, is that not the magic word today? For today's episode, Charizard is definitely the secret word. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> um, yeah. What was I going to say? Uh, I don't remember what I was going to say. Okay. Well, I guess that's pick, picks for that round. Um, you want to start round two, Tim, and then we can loop back around? I was going to ask that we didn't do that because <laughs> my round two was in flux. I have one written. Okay, that's fine. But I'm still doing some research. So okay, that range is the PS3 and PS2 range, right? Yes. Even though okay. Q refers to it as the PS3 era. Yeah, that's that. Which a lot. you know what system I'm picking from. Yeah. I assume you're picking a Need for Speed game. <laughs> you would assume wrong. I wouldn't okay, guess that either. Good call, that, That's a real good game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. No, they, they have a lot of good games in that, in that system. So, uh, uh, man. All right. Well, I can go. Give me just one second. I got to look up one date. Um, so, there was about. Three games from this era that I really wanted to pick. So, but I'm going to tell you the two that I wanted to pick and the one I'm going to end up picking. Um, the first one is Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Grand Theft Auto Vice City is still my favorite Grand Theft Auto to this day. It is immaculate. It is a work of art. It is Everything I ever wanted in the Grand Theft Auto game, besides the helicopter, which we got in five, <laughs> because I didn't know that was an option. <laughs> like, I remember playing five and that happening was like, oh shit. Okay. But yeah, but besides that, everything else about it, like, it took the experience, the three that they kind of tinkered with, but kind of like left you wanting more and excelled on it, expunding on it. And I felt like it was the launching pad for the rest of the series, kind of being able to kind of more tinker and honk with everything as opposed to revamping every single thing about it. Um, 
But yeah, I didn't pick that one. Another cool thing about Vice City, Vice City is the only video game I ever played with my father. So hmm. when I've been, the last that's time, interesting. The last time I saw him before like he got really sick and ended up passing away, I was in the I was in the living room at his house in Brooklyn playing Vice City. And he was just like, Hey, what's this? It's Vice City. So he sat down and watched me play for like an hour. I went to bed. I woke up at four in the morning and this man was sitting up here playing Vice City. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. And I was like, have you been? He's like, yes, this gets intoxicated. <laughs> and so he ended up it does. He ended up buying the game after I left. That oh, that's dope. <laughs> through it. That's awesome. But I always there's a story that ties to that. Um so I was gonna say Vice City has always been for me, like it dropped in two thousand and two. I was in high school. And people would bring in Vice City. We go after classes, find a TV in the AV room, plug it up, and just sit with a group of like the only ten black kids in school yeah. and play Vice City. Look, the memories tied to that game are awesome. Um, the, oh, second, yeah. the second game I'm going to pick, and I can't believe like I really like again. I'm picking from the heart. So as much as I want to pick this game, I have to go with like the standard bear for at least for the game I'm going to pick. But the game I'm not going to pick is Def Jam Fight for New York. Oh, <laughs> I'm laughing for several reasons. One, because I kind of feel you, but on the other hand, no. <laughs> so, um, Def Jam Fight for New York, um, I just really, really love. It kind of changed my perspective on like non-brutal fighting games, if that makes sense. Like I was all about the Mortal Kombat genre of fighting games, but I kind of hated all other fighting games between that. And I like the mixture between the fighting style and the wrestling style that they brought to Fight for New York and just the um, hip-hop aspect of it. So that's why like, I really, really love that game. I've been looking to try to buy it recently, but it's mega expensive right now. Um, Let me. Is Fight for New York the first one or the second one? Second one. Vendetta's the first one. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, Which one's Joe Budden in? The second one. Actually, I think he's in both. He's in both. I think he's, I think he's in both. <laughs> pump, yeah. pump, pump it up. I'm pretty sure that was his line. Yeah. Oh, shit, my special Tim... <laughs> Yeah, Tim looked uh, so he's like both. Obviously, yeah. y'all ain't been on the Joe Budden blog. The second one is the one where Snoop is the villain. Shocking, right? Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so with that in mind, the game that I'm going to pick again, picking from the heart, something I put hours and hours and hours into with many friends, many many lovable people. Um, Super Smash Brothers Melee from the Nintendo GameCube. And so, yeah, I can't tell you how long we spent playing this game. And I can't tell you how after my initial GameCube broke, I spent trying to find the GameCube to go just rebuy this game at $60. It is still the only game I've ever paid full retail price for twice. I love this game. And um, it has enough replay value to where you can go through and unlock and play through it. It introduced playing with bots that actually had the levels of difficulty that you can kind of play and work yourself into a competitive nature. It's still kind of the standard bearer for playing competitively online. Not really online today, but playing competitively in like leagues and stuff like that too. So um yeah, I, I love this game. So yeah. Melee. It is it's it's the standard for the series because like the first one was revolutionary because it was different, but the other games still all pull from this one. Except for the one on Wii, which was not great. Even though they had some really good characters. So yeah. So melee. Or melee. 
<laughs> As a non Nintendo person, I was like, I don't know what that. I've never heard that. <laughs> that you said which system was that one on? Nintendo GameCube. GameCube. Yeah, I completely skipped GameCube. So, but I've heard a lot of good things about that. I missed all of the Smash, but like I suck at that game. I never got into it, which is weird because I played your other Nintendo classics. Like I usually, yeah. obviously, I played Mario Kart and all well, that, but I just missed Smash was- Brothers. GameCube really was the system that if you were super PlayStation entrenched, it just kind of passed you by. Because there's the games that are on GameCube, you would have had to be pulled to play. But like it's all the like classic Nintendo stuff. Like you have Melee, you've got the one Super Mario game, which is Sunshine, which is very it's considered one of the low bar games, but all the Mario people love it. And then you've got the Metroid, like seek the basically the Metroid games that have come out since, because no other Metroid games have come out since then after Super Metroid. And then Besides that, and then you've got Twilight Princess, which they re-released on the Wii. But there really isn't any other like standout. I mean, there's games that I love and that I have, but there isn't like the big names with Nintendo. They didn't drop a lot of stuff on there. Although they did release. Oh, man, you left out Luigi's Mansion. I did because I hate that game. <laughs> hmm. Dog, that was their t- like. That was I know. I, I know. I just Lunt. like get your GameCube yeah, and Luigi's Mansion. I know. You'll be right, dog. I just really don't like it. It's still cooking too. Like the, the last they is. put out was I know, like, oh, this is dope. I yeah. am well aware. I just don't like it. Yeah, I, I will accept. I just don't like it. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's fair because. Yeah, I will say it's still also, the youth. Pimp, Go ahead. Go ahead. For the Super Smash Brothers thing, if you were like the barrier to entry in that is so high, because if you play with like a Nintendo person, like go over to Charles's house and play, you're just gonna get whooped for ten straight masters. This is true because he's like you can't just casually play it because you just get stomped every time. And it has different no, mechanics true. than a normal fight. Like every other fighting game, I could get in and figure out the basics. Like if you played Street Fighter, you can play Mortal Kombat, you can play Soul Calibur and do okay. Smash Brothers, I was like, I don't know how to smash. What do I do when I get kicked off the map? I don't know what I'm doing. I can jump and swing yeah. and, and that's all I got. So I that is a perfect explanation of what happened to me. I probably played it a time or two and was like, no, thank you. I'm going to go kick people's ass with Talon and Soul Calibur because Talon is the best. It's another good game reference, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I love Soul Calibur. That was probably my favorite fighting game. We used to have tournaments. Anyway, uh, yeah, that was that's that's a good selection. The more we talked about this, the more games I started remembering. I don't know which one I'm going to pick, so I'm going to talk through the ones I'm thinking about and make my decision <laughs> as I go. Uh, so All right. You brought up the one that I was initially thinking about when I said I got a game I had no business having, and that was Vice City. <laughs> my parents bought me vice city because i asked for it and they had no idea what was in it and i have a somewhat similar story of being in my living room i'm probably 15 i think 14 my dad wouldn't let me watch scarface until i was 14 like i wanted to watch scarface since i was like 10 he was like nope you're not old enough and one morning he was like all right you can watch scarface you turn 14 and i watched it two times in a row which is approximately five and a half hours to six hours of my life <laughs> just ate up a whole morning so then obviously vice city is basically the first scarface game until we got the scarface game uh so yeah vice city was the one where i like it was i realized how much more games could be it's ridiculous the amount of stuff that you could do in a game one and then yeah i had the same experience it was like it's perfect it has the vibe it had the cars um i did beat a prostitute to death in front of my grandma and my mother and that probably wasn't the best Uh, move (laughs) because my mom was like what is this 
I was like, it's Vice City. I got it for me for Christmas. I don't remember. <laughs> That's great. But yeah, it was like uh, that game. I countless hours. It was another game that I wanted to do absolutely everything in. It was another one that pulled me deeper into like gaming as a community because that's another one where I was online looking stuff up. Oh, there's an Easter egg. If you go here, you can see the room where the dude from Scarface got cut up and his blood in the bathroom. So I'm running around. I got to find that just because I love Scarface at the time. So Vice City was written in the book. So Vice City and San Andreas. I really, really enjoy both of those. Uh, I like the hip hop infusion in San Andreas because obviously it has more of that to it. Um, and then we're going to talk about how I play games. But San Andreas has a clear out a section by defeating the gang in that area. And then the color changes. And that's like right in my <laughs> right in my wheelhouse. <laughs> that is like absolute just pure bliss for you. You're just like, look, I changed the map. Yeah, I've done it. Exactly. Basket. <laughs> and it was separated into zones. So I was like, I finished zone one, zone two. Here I come. Like I could go to. If different- we could get that for you for school. Like, you would easily have multiple PhDs. Easily. You'd just be like, yeah, 100%ed all of philosophy. Yeah. What's next? Yeah, what you got? Well, we, 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 I, can do, well, I can do art history. That's fine. Let's do this. Give it to me. <laughs> Which Let's is go. a problem in some of the games that I play, because I've had, like, uh, Dragon Age Inquisition had way too many side quests in the first area. I never <laughs> finished it. I never got out of the first area, because I did all yeah. the side quests. 12 hours mm-hmm. in, I was like, well, shit. I okay, I'm done. I don't I just don't have it anymore. I did the same thing with Mad Max. Because it is a color like clear out everything, I put in so much time in the front end that when it was time to do the story missions, the rest of them, I just didn't have it anymore. I burned myself out. I have <laughs> Dragon Age sitting on my hard drive right now. Inquisition? And I, yep. And I did the exact same thing. <laughs> like I got to the point where it was overwhelming me. <laughs> yeah. They say like game, though. a yeah. large percentage of people that play that never make it out of the front, the first like area. They just never get to the main thing that happens. And then apparently it opens up and it's even better. But yeah. that's why I dodged the Witcher. Cause they told me how much stuff was in that. I was like, I'm not giving 400 hours to this game. You're not doing it to me. <laughs> right. So those two were on there as we were talking, I remembered like we were talking about Sega systems and I had a Dreamcast which I still think is criminally underrated. They had some joints on Dreamcast. It's the best NFL 2K, in my opinion. I'll take any comers. If you wanted, we can do it. T.O. was a beast in that game. Uh, (laughs) Just throw it up and you're good. I will say it's the most fun I had playing a football game. I don't necessarily know if it's the best, but I definitely enjoyed playing it more than... The only other one I would... What was that? Don't know. <laughs> Best would probably not be the word. I think more fun is what I meant. It's the no, one I not. enjoyed the most. Yes. That Blitz. That baffles my mind. Why? Because outside of Blitz, the Madden, I think it was 2000 with Vic on the cover. Uh, it's the most fun that I've ever had playing a video. Was that 2000? So just, that was 2004. I, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, he got drafted in 04, so it wasn't 2000. Yes. I, but yeah, that's yeah. The, like I know that whole soundtrack by heart. I just <laughs> open up the quarterback drill, sit with Vic, and just go bananas. Yeah, I definitely played. Obviously, I'm a Falcons fan for the people that don't know, which is everyone except for the two people that I'm talking to right now. Uh, but Vic was my guy, so I definitely had games where 
Vic had 220 rushing yards, 100 passing yards, and Warwick Dunn had 250. And, like, I just destroyed everybody. I didn't need to pass at all. It was so fun. Do y'all remember playing that game in Winston? Like, yes. me and Tim's fresh like, I remember just being hella frustrated with everybody because everybody used Vic. Yeah. People had no <laughs> Vic rules. People were like, yeah. no, you can't use the broken. <laughs> That I feel like oh, completely. there are certain games that like have that element where it was just your particular friend group played it so much. Because I have that with uh, Fight Night. Because, yes. God, who the hell? It was somebody. If I got Roy Jones, I was counterpunching all day. And it was like it was that frustration where certain people would learn like the haymaker swing. Yeah. And I, I couldn't counter that shit with the right timing. And that made me quit Fight Night. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> but... Halo 2 is in that same bucket because so many hours I've stayed up playing Halo 2 in college. Um, oh, I started on Dreamcast to say Shinmu. Have any of you ever played this game? I'm going to assume that. I've heard of it. I've never played it, though. I have neither heard of it or played it. So Shinmu was a, is another Japanese-ass game. It's not an RPG. It's like a fighting game, but it has a... I mean, it is an RPG, but it's not a Japanese RPG. So, like, you're just this Japanese dude that can fight, and you got to, you know, save people from the people. Bad people did some things to your family and your people, and you got to save them. Go ahead. It's not a Japanese RPG. It's an RPG starring a Japanese guy. In Japan. In, in Japan. Yeah. That was another Japanese RPG, then. So, <laughs> Japanese <laughs> RPGs have, typically have a different, like, set. Is Japanese the- are Go ahead. Is it the battle system type deal, or is it? I mean, like at the time, especially JRPGs, where you're like turn based. Oh, you know, yeah. we have material. We can do magic. We can do all that stuff. Shinmu was not that. Shinmu was a. It was more like a Yakuza or like that kind of game. Secret, you're running, huh? Like Secret of Mana. No, nah, Secret of Mana is a, a JRPG. Like it's, yeah, uh, it is. It's just yeah, a different yeah. battle No, nah, yeah, it's more. It was like a straight up. You're a dude third person running around fighting people like oh okay you know what i'm saying there was no oh i got into a battle we're gonna stand on our different sides and take our turns to do what we need to do or even we got into a battle there's the monster we're running around attacking it it was there's a group of dudes when i run up i'm gonna hit them with the combos you know that kind of stuff the yeah the other things in the game were like it makes no sense when you say it out loud that i'm about to say it but you had to do like normal last stuff like i had a job i had to go run a forklift to get money so I would like, <laughs> I like go down to the docks, move a few boxes, come back, practice my karate. <laughs> like I had legit went in the dojo, practice your shit and go out and do what you had to do. But for some reason, that was a game. That was one of the early games that me and my brother, like really both played. Cause you know, we're like my brother's six years ish younger than me. So we both played Final Fantasy seven. And then he got a lot of his gaming taste from what I played. But a lot of that stuff was he's playing, he's watching me play, or I'm just helping him get through. With Shinmu, we both went and did the thing. And then, like, you know what I'm saying? We were working together, uh, figuring stuff out. So that was the other game that I thought about as far as time put in and how much I enjoyed it. And the other game that I'm considering is The Last of Us. Oh. Mm. Right. Because it was 2013. Because at first, I was yeah. like, no, no, no. It's, it's, right, at the, it's right at the end. But yeah, it's right at the end. So with that game, like, that's another game I played once. I never went back and played it. I didn't really do the multiplayer like that. But of the games where I think about the story, 
that is has to be like number one or two in my mind. Like I still think about the events of that game sometimes. Yeah. Even if I don't have the particulars of the order, like I think about how I felt, I think about how the characters must have yeah. felt. The storytelling is a whole different, whole different level. And it's my kind of story. I really like dark, like depressing shit and there's nothing happy in that game like it starts sad and ends sad and then you leave sad like there's no there's no oh everything's gonna be okay it's like nah this the world is garbage and good luck in it like so it kind of spoke to me that way it's a game that the gameplay probably not probably is not on the same level as some of these other games we've been talking about like it's the gameplay was fine but you don't play the game for the game you play the game for the story yeah but it's to the point that I remember side stories that like you may not have even seen. Like you read notes as you go through Last of Us and they tell you little side stories of what happened to people in the world. And there are some of those that I still think about. Like my man's, it was a same sex couple. His, his, his boyfriend disappears and he found out he killed himself because he hated that dude. Spoiler alert for a game that came out in 2013. <laughs> but like reading the notes and figuring it out before him, I was like, I just thought about how like it yeah. talks to the dynamics that you'd have to deal with in this world. Cause usually these post-apocalyptic are it's us, it's the zombies. And then there are bad, like demonstratively bad people. And that is all we have to deal with. We just got to survive. But this is like, what do you do if it's you and a person and you hate that other dude <laughs> like, or that other person, that woman or whatever. Right. Like what like how do you reconcile that in your brain? Like I still think about stuff like that. Yeah. Fair. That that's a really interesting pick. So did you pick that game? I was hoping y'all would talk a little bit more so I could think. <laughs> okay. I mean No, you could think. I was gonna say I actually been sitting here and th- I've thought of two more games that I didn't use that I potentially could have used while we're just visiting. This is just kind of cool because you bring up memories and stuff like that, and you just can't help but think of stuff. I thought of Y'all ever play a game, Rush 2049? The card game? Yes. Yeah. 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 I remember that was the first game I remember like having like a stunt mode where you could basically just do stunts off of cars. It's like the one, like the most I've ever been into cars at any point in my life. And so I remember doing, I remember spending hours doing that. The other game, y'all probably don't know, this is a game called Legend of Legaia. I don't know Legend of Legaia. Yeah. Oh, you did? okay? No, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't play it, but I all of all of those kinds of games, I would they were all You're aware of. <laughs> okay, so Legend of a Guy was cool because it was a it was a JRPG, but it had a different style of battle system. It was turn based, but it wasn't just you picking. You basically had to do combos within the turn base, and when you did those combos, it unlocked different arts moves you could do. Mm. And then the the crux of the game is basically there's a mist that basically turns people really bad really evil into monsters but certain people are selected and they have they have good monsters that basically give them powers to fight the mist so hmm. <laughs> okay the game was too, the game was too fucking long though but it was awesome jrpgs baby they're all long yeah especially back then so, they made like it so long, long. <laughs> <laughs> minimum Super, 60 hours the, the false finishes it's just like bruh <laughs> yeah Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Sorry. Now you got to pick. <laughs> All right. I, I think I'm gonna go with The Last of Us. Recency bias definitely included, but it the the story in that game was yeah. And I guess my age, I guess because when I played that game, I was older. I was of I guess child rearing age, and that is a story about a, a father and a daughter, basically. Yeah. So I think all of that pulling into it, it's like it was something else. 
I will say playing Last of Us basically after y'all did and after all the hype, and it still hit me the same way it hit y'all. Like that game is immaculate. And I don't even like games like that, but I just was like, yeah, that's like it's solid, man. It's solid. It's type of, it's the, the game. I know that I'm playing something that's memorable when I can sit and play it and Clarissa sits down and watches. Mm-hmm. It, when, even if it's something that's those that's, are, those are the games that hook people like yep, ever. Yep. Me and Bola had a philosophical conversation about what Joel did in the hospital, <laughs> like multiple <laughs> times. When The Last of Us Two came out and I played this, we talked about it again. Perspective, yeah, what, yeah like it's it has a, it, you can just watch it. I have a coworker that just watched the whole first game on YouTube, which is like three and a half hours, and she was not disappointed. Yeah, so that's look, man. That's my that's the way I, that, I'll do that for a lot of games I don't have time to play now. It's 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 perfect. I literally put it on at least plays in the living room and. Let's run through. <laughs> I can't do it. I lied to myself and said I'm going to play it one day. I got Fallout 4 in the drawer right now. I'm never going to play it, but in my head, I think I am. That's funny. <laughs> Look, I have Horizon Zero Dawn sitting on my PlayStation that I'm oh, going to play. You like, no, stuff, play that. stuff that I know I'm going to play, I won't watch. But stuff that I think I want to play, but I'm not sure if I want to give it the time, I'll turn those on. That's like, fair. Horizon Zero Dawn, I still have the, first, the whole first Hitman on my PlayStation. So I've, started, I've started playing it. I just haven't got through it yet. Same thing here. At least with that one, I've started it. So. I did but like I have three no missions. Yeah, I did like three missions and then just stopped. I don't know why. It's fun. Here's, I do know why. The way I play games is exactly the same thing. <laughs> when I play these games, I have to knock out everything. I have so you to want to beat everything. it all the different ways. Well, not even that. I like it's, Metal Gear Solid Five is another example, right? If I can put everybody in the area to sleep, <laughs> I must do it. And that takes 45 <laughs> minutes of mission. And if I get caught once, I have to start over. <laughs> like, you're never be. I have game. sat on the couch <laughs> and watched him play this. And you're just like, why are you running all the way past the objective, past to the other side of the level? And he's like, I got to choke this dude. Hold on real quick. <laughs> you're like, it's going to take you 10 minutes just to get there. Like 10 real world minutes to get there. And you're like, I got to get under this box, slide through, pop back out, choke this dude, then go all the way back around mm-hmm. to get the objective that I ran past. Yeah. And I was like, Tim, you don't need to do any of that. Right. You can just do it and we'll be done. I really wish I could. Just I need a sniper rifle with tranquilizers <laughs> and then I'm going to hit every corner of the map and put everyone to sleep. It's not the best way to do it. But. So I will say, I'm going to tell myself here a bit. I have never got through a Miller Solid game. Eh, oh, me bad. neither. I've yeah, I just, like I've tried to play like multiple, but it just it doesn't hook me for the whole. It doesn't hook me for long. I just I've tried. I don't know if it's the I won't say it's the sneaking around thing, but I love I got through Splinter Cell and I love Splinter Cell. But the Metal Gear Solid game, something just it didn't just didn't didn't click for me. Did you try all of them, or which ones did you actually put? I played on? one, two, five. Mm-hmm. Okay. You missed a couple there. Yeah. Those are actually probably games I will go. None of them say that out loud. I may go watch those. Those may be my next series that I watch. Metal Gear Solid 2, I beat like straight through. I think I rented it and beat it yeah. before I had to return it. I'm pretty sure I beat Metal Gear Solid 1, but that's another game that I played so much. I don't know if I beat it or if I saw yeah. somebody else beat it. That was on a demo disc. Y'all remember demo discs back in the day? (laughs) I've played the first level of Tomb Raider and Metal Gear Solid so many times. (laughs) Just the same shit over and over again. Was the Tomb Raider, was that the level where she was swimming and you had to climb the rocks and you had to kill a tiger? Yeah. I think that was a tiger. Yeah, you had to come up on the side of a thing, swing over, and then climb in a building. Yeah, it was... I think it was Tomb Raider 1. It might have been Tomb Raider 2. I don't remember. 
But I didn't even play Tomb Raider games, but go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, so I think Demo Disc need to come back. I played Kobe's basketball game because we got a free Demo Disc in college. Did you know Kobe had a basketball game? Courtside? I think. Is that it? Are you, no, wait. Is that? No, the courtside was the one he had on 64. I didn't know he had a PlayStation one as well. I'm pretty sure it was PlayStation. It was later because we were in the pit and they gave away like, here's a Monster Energy drink and a demo disc of Kobe's basketball game. I don't know. <laughs> I knew he had the courtside on 64 because that was a joint because that's when Live was kind of doing not great things. Yeah. So. RIP Live. Yeah. But yes, I'm going with Last of Us. That's my pick. It's time right. for current gen. Well, no, Q. Oh, uh, I still Q Oh, Q didn't go? Oh, I thought no. okay, I should have made nah, you go. Yeah. <laughs> but go ahead. You could have. Look, my problem now is that I thought of another game while y'all were there. Yeah, I know. So my list was a late choice, Bioshock Infinite. Hmm. Um, a, and I guess two mid-gens. So I have Far Cry 3 on my list, and I have Sleeping Dogs on my list. Ah, Sleeping Dogs was so good. And right, Sleeping Dogs, I've probably beaten four times. I respect that. It's a really fun game. And it just allows you to do a wide range of stuff. But so does Far Cry 3. Like, anytime I can set a tiger on fire and then let it loose inside of a neighborhood and let it (laughs) do my work, like, that's a pretty good game. So, yeah, that's uh, those are I'm Far Cry for me is what Metal Gear is for Charles. I've tried several of them and I never make it through. I've tried three, four, maybe just three and four, actually, now that I think about it. But three and four are the best ones to try. Yeah, they should work. They're the kinds of games I like. But for some reason in four, I just stopped. But that's the thing is that three and four. And more so for because it's bigger is the exact type of game that you get hung up on because it's just far too big. Yeah. Yeah. And like you can't out hunt the game. Like there will always be <laughs> things to hunt. Yeah. Like so at a certain point, you're just not making any progress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're just like, yeah, ah, well. That probably is what happened. It's like it's the exact game to defeat you <laughs> if you're just gonna do infinite side quests. Right. Yeah. Because I for a while I would just load up Far Cry 4, mm-hmm. just on like a random day and like spawn and be like, oh yeah, I do have a super SMG and a rocket launcher and go wreak havoc for 15 minutes and then be like, oh, yep, time to go and turn off the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. It was just fun like that. So it's between those two and then Bioshock Infinite, I got to kill racists in like the first 15 minutes. So I was a win. That's, yeah. Um, but I do think I have to go with my choice for Sleeping Dogs because that game is just too much fun. I really like that pick, man. I love that game. It was yeah. so good. It's <laughs> that's one of the most underplayed, underrated games that's out. It did, like you said, it did everything. It had it did everything. It had the Grand Theft Auto ness to it, where you can play the main story, or you can go and be in this fighting competition thingy over here, or like right. you, whatever lane you want to pick. And it has a good representation of all those things. It wasn't like stuff felt tacked on like everything felt polished and good to me in that game well yeah well and the way that it was interactive with your entire like environment Mm -hmm. the wild over-the-top story yeah like there's just so much of it like if i get in a gunfight at a wedding i'm probably in for the game (laughs) (laughs) so yeah yeah tim you ready for the uh, last round. Sure. I was yeah, yeah. Say, you should be before good. you do that, Marcus. I just knew you were going to pick Infamous there. 
Ah, I because I know I how much you, I know it. how much you played that game. I was like, I remember. I. <laughs> All right, so for our listeners, Infamous is probably the only game where I have tried to wake up people at 2 in the morning when I finished it. <laughs> I I straight up called Steve on the phone. I was like, hey. like I was like, no, this is more important than everybody's sleep. I, like, <laughs> when I got to the end of that game, I was like, this was just the best thing that I ever did. But I have tried to go back and replay Infamous, and like it just doesn't hit like that the second time around. I can see that. The control and everything. I went back right? to play Sleeping Dogs once. Yeah, yeah, everything. I, I can 100 like, see that. Going back in like Bioshock Infinite, I've beat multiple times. Far Cry, I've beat multiple times. Sleeping Dogs, I've beat multiple times. And the replayability is big for me. Gotcha. I think you actually told me to call you when I beat Infamous because I played it after everybody else. And you were like, it doesn't matter if it's the middle yes. of the night, just call me when you finish the game. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure I waited till the next day. You were like, I told you to call me when you finished. I was like, it was 1.30 in the morning. I said, call me when you finished. <laughs> uh, the ending to the first Infamous game is just so good. It is. It's the way that, yeah, it's just a, it's a great piece of storytelling. Shouts out to Sucker Punch. Right. Like you're doing it. Word. Tim, you going to bring us up to our current gen? Oh, you want me to go first? I can do that. All right. Yeah. I mean, I've gone first. Charles has gone first. It seems like. Fine. Yeah, time. I'm ready. I was made for this. Uh, so current gen, which for me is PS4 because I don't really play Xbox like that. Uh, I had this one picked, and this is the one where I'm most scared we might have overlap. But from the way y'all have talked about it, I think we're going to be fine. I really only really, really considered two games. Not three games. So the first game I considered is Destiny. Ooh. Only reason being, right? So this isn't about quality, right? This is about, and I will defend Destiny's quality if I need to, but I put so... This is favorite. Yes, yes. I put so many hours into that game one just me by myself but that was one of the ones where i think we had the tightest collection of our crew playing the game like consistently over a I long period absolutely off the jump disagree wait what are you, what are you, what are you gonna say <laughs> what game the modern warfare that was the only one you're right it was had had professional gaming been a thing at that point, <laughs> all of our careers would have taken a turn because we were running. Smoking kids. You were right. We're, me and Steve, we're pretty sure we had a Penny Arcade article written about us because we played Modern Warfare <laughs> 2 and we went uh, the dual, um, the sawed-off shotguns. We were Kimbo sawed-off shotguns, but we uh-huh. only stabbed people. I don't know why we did it. At the beginning, we were like, we were because we were murdering everybody in the lobby. And we were like, let's just stab people the whole time. And I think I went like 35 and six and he went like 37 and two only stabs. I think I might've shot one person. And the next day Penny Arcade came out with an article about how crazy the dude who does that is. And I was like, that had to be us. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The modern war that, that run was just so bananas between like, it, it was, uh, triumvirate of steve tim and eddie just running folks and 
I had the pleasure of just literally walking in and be like, I'm going to just give people ammo and throw grenades. <laughs> That's all. I just got, if I get my kill to death ratio to one, we win this game hands down. All fact. I have to do is not die more than I can kill people. That is like, I just got to get rebounds, clean stuff up, <laughs> make sure that nobody sneaks up on them, yeah. and we're good. You're the cool guy. That I would, you know what? You're definitely right. Because that yep. fit, because we each have our own specific styles. And certain games, like me and Steve's style collide. Steve is a run and murder everything. He is like, he's the Jordan of these things. Always. And I may run around in specific routes, but if we run the same routes, he gets the kills before I get them. And then I start trying to go off book and it gets real bad. <laughs> I start running people into his lines. He runs people <laughs> into my lines. But in Modern Warfare 2, we both had our own thing. And Eddie is like long range sniper, whatever you need him to do, he's got it. And he was a madman in that game. Like you, I would see somebody and be like, "Oh, I got him!" And then they just died. <laughs> like, well, who the damn it, Eddie? I was looking at him. <laughs> yeah, Modern Warfare oh, Two on those, Terminal. Those were that was a fun time. Terminal. Oh man, yeah. Whew. God, give me yeah. the ACR. Give me the right side, and we're good. Y'all can do whatever else you want. I got this lot. But anyway, that was about destiny. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so destiny is the second or third. <laughs> highest ranked game <laughs> and i guess i'm more saying like time we spent like i one i'd never done that kind of game before i wasn't a massive multiplayer do raids i never did any of that kind of stuff destiny was the first introduction i remember us all watching the ps4 it was like a e3 or something it was like a sony e3 and destiny came on and we all were like pre-ordering don't care we're doing it <laughs> <laughs> was that the year that we went to the theater uh I, I think you went to the theater. They showed Destiny multiple times, so it might have been shown there too. They showed Destiny for like three. Years. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember which <laughs> one the first one was, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, us all being like, we are in on this game, or most of us at least, right? And doing it for a very, very long time. Complaints aside, everything. I would whine every time. Every time. And then every time I got a text message, you're like, Destiny? I'm like, you know I don't want to play Destiny as I'm turning <laughs> on the controller. <laughs> yeah, we all had different, like, feelings about what we liked the most because I was multiplayer guy, but no one else liked it as much as me. But I was like, I'm getting my ass kicked. Get in here. <laughs> right. Come help me. Yeah, nobody else knows what to do. I will say, from that trailer to, like, maybe a smooth 100 hours well, way past. I was about to say, I'm multiple. But in the hundredth hour of that game, stood up. They delivered on what they promised, and they promised a whole lot. Right. It may not have been fun all the time, but that's mostly the internet's fault. It it was a good game. It was. I, there was a whole whole lot of hate. They delivered on what they promised. I think they delivered on the core of what they promised. They didn't deliver on it in the way that we expected them to, which for me is fine. But somebody who watches the trailers and like, you better hit the letter of everything you said. Some of that was missing, but for what it was built to be a collaborative, you can play by yourself, play with a group. We're going to pull you into this world. You're going to check in every day and do the debt, blah, blah, blah. It did all of that. It doesn't get 450 hours out of me and not, deliver on all that we have a couple of also i just want to reflect on the frustration of like me logging out for the night and then showing up the next day and tim's in a full new suit of armor like (laughs) i played multiplayer last night (laughs) you're like oh oh okay so you're just gonna level up and you're like a couple of times it was 
<laughs> okay, let's be clear about one thing. The group, that, the main group, because Charles didn't really play Destiny. The main group we're talking about is me, Marcus, Steve, and Eddie. Steve and Eddie go hard on everything. You will never keep up with their leveling. There's no chance. They're always going to outstrip no you. No chance. So for me, they were doing all the PvE stuff and getting their level. The only thing I had was multiplayer because I wasn't going to be able to do their stuff. So that's how I stayed abreast with everyone else to be able to do anything. Uh, yeah. And despite the complaints and everything, I think they both put in like five to six hundred hours themselves. So I got to give it props where props is due. So I still regularly see Eddie running like four hour sessions on Destiny Two. Eddie has a whole like, other friend group based off that game. Like he ain't even <laughs> dealing with us. He has multiple group pets, probably. <laughs> Definitely does. Uh, so that was the first one I considered. Uh, the next one I considered was Rocket League. <laughs> mm. oh. oh man because this is what you were talking about like if i if you told me you can boot up a game play it for 15 minutes and turn it off i'm picking rocket league every time it scratches every the time. itch yeah it has the ease of entrance because rocket league's fun out of the gate you can be trash at it and it's still fun but you can get as good as you want to be that's true. it was true. i got it when it was free on ps plus i was like i'm just gonna play this joint and then i just took hours and hours and hours to the point I felt bad that I didn't pay for it. So I started giving them money for things. That free on PlayStation plus was a great move for them. Oh my God. Yeah. It set them off. They made like, they made like $50 million off that game that they probably spent a mere, mere fraction of that money to put it together. But it's just got the fun factor, man. I still play it. I just played it yesterday. (laughs) When you think about when it came out. Yeah. Right. That's crazy, actually. Yeah. Um, honorable mention of Resogun. I know that's just a me thing, but I do the same thing with that game. It's your classic arcade game. It nails what it's trying to do. It's really, really good. But that makes sense. I'm going to go ahead and move to what I think. Uh, this is my pick. I'm going to stick with it. God of War. I told you there might be overlap. <laughs> Listen, I have a... You done stole my game. I, that was literally the first thing that I picked out of everything. That's why when you when you set up these buckets, I was like, I think your current gym might have overlap because a lot of people love God of War. What did you think I was going to pick? You know what? No, no, no. I don't even blame you. And God of War is just good. It's just good. Top to bottom. Every part of it. There's no... I don't think there's a flaw in the game. And that's not, I can't say that there is a flaw. Yeah. Oh, I'd like to hear it. So we'll, we'll get into that at some point. But for my money, the combat is perfect. Obviously, the visuals, all of that. I love the world that is set in. I really enjoy the story. They made me, like, I got into these side characters, the head sitting on my hip. Like, I wanted it, like, I'm going across the water and he's telling the story and I just stop because I don't want the story to end before, like, before I get out of the boat. I want to hear the rest of the story. Uh, that was a game I didn't play. Go ahead, Marcus. No, I was about to say you're you're gonna have to stop selling me on God of War. So I'm just gonna <laughs> be like, Duh. I picked God of War too. Like, I'm just focused. <laughs> um, I was gonna say the combat system in that game was one that I didn't I didn't play those games. I didn't play the like you have to be the Batman combat. It's even different than Batman Combat to me because Batman Combat is more Assassin's Creedy. I think I didn't play all the Batman games, but that's how I felt when I played some of Did them. Did you play Batman Assassin's Creedy? That's that wasn't the third one. <laughs> I thought that's what you. Yeah, the third one was when they like, were in the car the whole time. You no, not the last one. <laughs> the, yeah, I thought you counted. 
Like they come in, they throw the punch, you counter punch and do all that kind of stuff. That's kind of how. Is that how you think of Assassin's Creed? Yeah. It's all counters. Oh, man. I have that in completely different Were you a stealth like, yeah, I didn't do that. I'm counterman on everything I play. If I can stand in a group of five people and wait for them to swing and then take their lunch money, that's how I'm going to do it. I'm going to say that had I ever watched you play Assassin's Creed, I'd probably been more interested to ever try one of the games. But I usually watch Steve play it, and he's like, sneak, sneak, snipe, sneak, sneak, choke that dude, sneak, sneak. And I'm like, this is boring. I don't care. Yeah, I, which is weird because that's how you would think I would play those games. But countering is even more fun. I will sneak the first dude to attract attention, and then I roll. So with God of War, though, you can't do that. You can't just go into a circle and like let them surround you and then just wait for your moment. So I assumed it right. was hack and slashy at the beginning. So I was like, all right, I got this axe. I'm going to just start hitting shit. And I kept getting beat. I played it on hard because that's how they said it was the most rewarding or whatever. And I, it taught you very quickly that you have to be somewhat strategic. Like, I got to take those two guys out because they're going to do such and such attack. Then I can switch to this one. I got to get some distance between these guys. So I never did those games. They always seemed too hard to me. And this game got me into it. I love God gotcha. of War. And this is another one where Bolo watched it. And spoilers for God of War. Let me tell you, this girl called the end of God of War 25 minutes in. Maybe an hour. Oh, wow. Norse mythology, right? I'm just going to say, right now, that's why I will never talk to your wife about a game that I'm playing. Because <laughs> she's... Far too accurate with that. I don't understand it. She doesn't play games like that. She doesn't watch those kind of shows. She just picks up on something because it was early on. So it was probably more than 25 minutes, but it was early, early in the game where there's no indication of who Atreus is. Atreus, right? I said the name right. Um, And she said it specifically. Once again, spoilers for God of War for the next 30 seconds. Mute and just unmute and then you'll be safe. Yeah, she walks in. I'm in the cabin. He did something, and she was like, I bet he's Loki. I was like, why would he be Loki? That doesn't make any sense. And I just kept going. She was asleep at the end when it's revealed that he's Loki, and I had to go wake her up and be like, how? Tell me how. You see? Sometimes you just got to wake people up when you finish the game. Like, how does this make it? I was mad at myself for playing through the end of it because I wanted her to see it. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. yeah, I love that game. I think it was, I, I want to hear what you say the negative of is it, negative of it is, but I think it's immaculate for sure. Who's going next? Charles? I think you should go next. I haven't gone last yet. All right. Oh, unless you need to. So, no, I got, I got to back up. Okay. Um, obviously, my first pick would have been God of War. It's a great game. Um, but I thought about it and... Looking at when we're talking about favorite, I kind of cheated a little and I picked a franchise. But if I need to pick a year to be specific, I can. But I'm picking MLB the show. Hmm. I'll allow it. I like it. I think it has it's a very low barrier to entry. I've brought a PlayStation and I've had my coworkers sit and play a home run derby against each other. You're like, hey, hit square to swing at the ball. That's all you need. Just make it go far. Um, And then once again, it can get as deep as you want. I can sit there as a pitcher and shift my infield and my like outfield as I want and then throw a curveball to get the result I want. Like The game can go super deep. 
but it's very accessible to everybody. It definitely is because I didn't know you could do any of that. And I've been playing MLB. <laughs> I never do any of that. I just hit the ball and move on. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good pick. I that is a base like I didn't really play baseball games like that for many, many years, and MLB the show like sucked me back in. Yeah. The story mode is good. At least I think I played nineteen the most. I think it was nineteen. It was nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The story mode is great. Like it actually has all of the things that I find valuable. I didn't get into the franchise mode, but just dabbling into it. I think it has the features that I like uh, when it comes to sports games. So everyone knows franchise mode is usually my favorite mode. I've gotten multiple 2K games and played less than 10 actual basketball games. Unless I was playing like my <laughs> player. It was my player and draft a team. That's all I did. Speaking of college, how many hours did we lose to drafting basketball teams in one of the live <laughs> All of them. Yeah. Just whole weekends gone and arguing I regret over nothing. and over. I enjoyed it greatly. So, yeah, I'm with I you. think that's a good pick, man. I like it. And it's different. I think it's going to be. It's our first sports game. Yeah. Yeah. For a bunch of dudes to play sports games. Yeah. And we have no racing games. Yeah, I'm kind of talk about that. I figured Marcus would pick a racing game for sure. I considered but Underground or Underground Two. Underground Two. See, is so I didn't. Good. <laughs> Sorry, I don't I think I ever actually owned Underground Two. Mm, I got it twice. I played it on what system was that? I played it on console, and then I got it again on computer when I went to college and played it all the way through again. Gotcha. But yeah, I like that pick. All right, Chuck. Uh, do we need to talk right. ourselves? Do you need more time? No, I'm good. I know what game I'm picking. I'm just making sure the date's accurate. So this was actually really easy for me because I've had this conversation with y'all previously. There is one game on PlayStation 4 that I have stand for since its initial release. Like, there's literally only one game that I ever talk about. when I, Whenever anybody asks me what's something they should play on PS4, what's something that I think is solid, what's something that's a good starting point with the system, the game is Tomb Raider. It is the first Tomb Raider game that I ever finished. I think it is the. It was one of the first solo campaign games released on the system. Um, I think it set the standard for kind of the different things that the other games do. Obviously, they have history on other systems with PS3 stuff like that, but it kind of brought it to the next generation of things. Um, I love the story mode in this game. Um, it still, to me, is the best of the entire series and it, because the rest of the series kind of tinkered with things a little bit to the point where it got stale, but everything was very fresh and very new. Um, in like It was so good that the false finish in the game... So it, Spoiler alert if you haven't beat the game already. I beat the first one. Um, but the false finish in the game didn't even bother me because I was enjoying the experience of playing the game so much. Um, both of the false finishes <laughs> of that. And so, <laughs> um, and yeah, um, I love everything about it. I think it was a great way to reintroduce the series because it kind of start with the origin of how Lara Croft became the actual Tomb Raider and her motivation behind it. Cause they never really touched on that at all in the series before the series. And so, um, yeah, I, I love that. I love that game. That is my, will forever be my go-to PlayStation 4 game. It was the first PlayStation 4 game I had an organic experience with. I got to ask. It's also the first game Clarissa sat and watched with me as well and played. Gotcha. 
I gotta ask, did you play Uncharted? The first one? I didn't play Uncharted until after okay. I Tomb Raider. There you go. Okay. Uncharted 1 was that for me, where Bola actually watched me play it. But to me, they feed each other. Uncharted came out and did some whole brand new things. Tomb Raider came out, took what Uncharted learned, did some more stuff, and then they started like just bouncing off of each other. Stealing yeah, I ideas, actually played Uncharted ideas. because I was, I've read stuff about Tomb Raider online, and everybody suggested to play Uncharted before. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, if, if the story's enticing enough, they did. Yeah, Uncharted <laughs> Two, same thing. She was in there like that person's gonna betray you. I don't believe in her. Blah 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 blah. And it's not even a. So we're talking about wives watching us play these games. Uh, it's not like she sits down necessarily. It's one of those where like we're sitting in the living room, nothing's happening. I turn on the PlayStation and she waits to see what I pick. When I pick a game she doesn't <laughs> want to watch, she dips out. <laughs> <laughs> but if I pick Uncharted or Uncharted 2, uh, it's just stay around. Play on her phone and watch a little bit. That, and I'll be playing and not know, and then she's standing behind me just watching yeah. over my shoulder, and then it's like, says something and then leaves the room. Uh, so, yeah. I'm trying to think. Games that close Did she watch you play Mass Effect? Uh, not as much. Which actually, damn it. Oh, well, I made a grave mistake. I forgot about Mass Effect 2. <laughs> Mass Effect 2 was like one of my top games. Oh, no. What year was that? That was 2000, yeah. 2013, right? That's PS3 era. I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah okay. I mean, you can, you can sit on it if you want. Um, I can talk some more. But um, So, yeah. So, yeah, that's my pick. Um, other games I thought about picking here. I, I mentioned this earlier. No, I didn't mention I mentioned this in the chat earlier, but Shadow of Modar, I really, really enjoyed. Dope game. Um, that was one of the few games that I kind of did the Tim method where I got lost in trying to beat the all the other side stuff, and then I had to go back and finish the game later because that has a whole shit ton of side stuff in there. Um, yeah. Um, the other one, I wasn't going to pick this game, but I just love this game. This is actually the first game first to play through. Um, Knack. The very first Knack game. Huh. All I, right. Give it to me. I, um, we, we just – it was the first game we played through together. Gotcha. So okay. I, I the only game that. I played through together. So I really um, enjoyed that. I, I haven't played Knack 2. I've heard it's significantly better than the first one. But, um, but yeah, um, I think there was another PS4 game that I had on my tongue that I can't think of. While you're thinking of that, so, if we're talking about playthrough together, shouts out to Overcooked and Overcooked 2. Me and Bola have – we're well over 100 hours in those games. We haven't played Overcooked two yet. This we, we, I haven't. I have it. We just haven't said that. You got to do it, man. I. It's better than Overcooked. We didn't realize yeah. how the controls of Overcooked two were superior to Overcooked until I think we we're at Marx's place. We were like, let's play Overcooked, and we started moving, and I was like, oh god, it's so janky and stuttery. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a Bola didn't play video games. She wanted to learn how to control the sticks because of Destiny. I called her enough times when I was out of town. It was like. Bola, Zura is selling a gun I need you to buy. So here's what you do. Walk <laughs> up the steps, go over here. <laughs> like, she was sending... Shout out. Go ahead. <laughs> Shout out to Bola for always filling in, though. Like, we, four of us would be playing. You'd be like, Bola, you're in. And she's just in for a round of whatever we're playing. Yeah. She's like, God, we're like, stand here. Watch Steven Eddie run out to the sides and run and attack everybody from the back. We just got to stay in our I ground. just need you to move the sticks. I just need like, you to move the sticks. Right. Yeah. Uh, so because of that, she wanted to get good with controlling the sticks. So we actually looked at Knack, but we ended up going with Overcooked so you can move around. But that has value, man. When you can come together on those kind of things. And we've spent many a night where it was like, what are we doing tonight? Uh, we're just going to stay in and play Overcooked. Bet. No problem. Did you think of your game? But Child. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Did you look at the game you were trying to think of? I can't think of it. It's fine. I, I was gonna. It was. A, I wasn't gonna pick it anyway. So yeah, Tomb Raider. Gotcha. Okay. I like Tomb Raider. There was. It was Tomb a good. game. Yeah. I need to buy the last one still. I haven't bought it. So I made the mistake. So the very first one I bought, and then I traded it in because I knew it was going to go on sale in the PlayStation Store, and then I rebought after it went on sale in the PlayStation Store, and then I did the same thing for the second game, and then for the third game I decided I'm just going to wait till it goes on sale and buy it because I mean I, at that point I didn't really have time to play it. So I think I got the first buy one for like fourteen bucks or something like that. Yeah, yeah, digital all day. So is that it? Did we pick? Up? Yeah, that's yeah. all the picks. That's that's the picks. All right, I probably should have been in a nice tidy one fifteen. <laughs> it could have been so much worse. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let me yeah. let's let's do a recap. I think I have at least the first round, maybe. Yes. So for I'm just gonna go over the classics. If anyone has the other ones or can compile them while I'm talking, go for that because I don't remember everybody's. Uh, for the first, the classic round, our childhood sector, uh, we had uh, Q picking Streets of Rage 2. We had Charles picking Super Mario World. No, Legend no, of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Yes, yes. I, I caught it. And I picked Final Fantasy Seven. All right. For the PS3 era, we had Marcus picking Sleeping Dogs. We had Tim picking... What did Tim pick? The Last of Us. The Last of Us and Charles picked Super Smash Brothers Melee. Yep, and for our current gen, basically all PS4 games. Uh, Tim picked God of War. Charles had Tomb Raider, and I have MLB The Show. I like the mix. I like the mix. Yeah, I kind of felt like we were going to get a decent mix again. I, current gen was going to be the area I thought we would overlap, and you did. So right, but, yeah. We did. That's, great. That's what PlayStation gets for making some, a great-ass game. And the fact yeah. that we all play PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, I was like, none of us have an Xbox yeah. there. And there hasn't really been that many Switch games that it, all of us play. So, Yeah, if you would just hop on Persona I 5. I play Streets of Rage 4. There's that. Is it pretty good? Oh, sorry. It's like Streets of Rage 2, but reskinned, so... Like yeah, makes it. It's, it's there's a reason that I own it for both PlayStation and Switch. Oh, that's pretty solid. What am I yeah. playing on Switch now? I think I'm. I still need to beat. I was supposed to finish Trials of Mana. I'm going to do that on Monday. I'm going to finish that game. I'm at the end. I just need to do it. It's been sitting on my. I've been sitting at the end for like a month. I just need that's to do funny. it. Did you beat Secret and then play? Try is no. It, is, so I. So I started playing Secret of Mana, and then. I was going to start, I got like, I'm like halfway through Secrets of Mana. And I was like, you know what? I kind of want to play Trials of Mana. Because I realized, like, it's the old version that was Japanese on the emulator. So I was like, let me go ahead and play this. I started playing it, realized that they released a remake of it, like a, a remastered version of it, where they basically redid it and, like, new graphics and stuff like that. So I'm like, you know what? I'm already started playing it on the Switch. So let me go ahead and just play on the Switch. So I've gotten all the way through to the end on the Switch. That's so I don't know if I'm going to buy the remaster because I there's, know there's different things on it, but there's like there's a whole bunch of different characters with it. So I could the, the replay value is pretty high. It's just some really in essence, it's only supposed to be like a 35 to 40 hour game, but there's so many different ways you can do it. It's it can be a lot longer than that. I feel like I've spent a lot more time with it. That's how they get you. Yeah. Shout out to Final Fantasy VII remake. But I don't think there's anything else on the. Huh. 
on Switch right now that I'm going to play. I'm, I'm thinking I might get the Marvel. Play Luigi's Mansion? I'm absolutely not playing Luigi's Mansion. You're missing out, man. I might get the Marvel game on Switch, actually, if it comes out. On what Marvel game? Isn't there one coming out? Isn't the Avengers, Avengers game, game coming out? There's no way that's coming out on Switch. It's like Destiny it's on Switch. It's, it has to be Charles, too much. Why would you... But why would you even buy it on Switch? I mean, if everybody's going to be playing it elsewhere. Facts. Well, because I play my Switch more than I play anything else now. You're gonna have to play it by yourself. Who are you gonna play with? That's not true. There's a, Switch has a good online network of stuff. I still play Smash online. Random with. people. Okay. Smash is yeah. different than Avengers, for the record. Oh yeah, no, that I agree with. But I feel like, go ahead. You're violating the number one rule. What's this? No new friends. Oh. We've discussed this. No, but no. I can't play with my old friends, so I have to find new friends. Just you can play with us. We're gonna have the system you have and the we've, game that we want. We've talked about this. My PlayStation is in beside her bedroom. If I play when y'all play, she's gonna be awake. I'd rather her not be awake. We are on two different times. We'll zones. change when we play. Yes, easily. <laughs> <laughs> Not to mention, you were going to move the play. We're getting into the weeds. We're at 120, so yeah. we should probably get out of here. <laughs> One final recap. I'm just going to go through the whole thing. Uh, childhood bracket. Final Fantasy VII for Tim. Streets of Rage two for Marcus. Legend of Zelda. Ocarina of Time, which we're going to argue if that's even the best Zelda for Charles. In the 2000-2013 range, the mid-tier, we got Sleeping Dogs for Marcus. Fantastic pick. Super Smash for Charles. Last of Us for Tim. And in the current gen, nowadays games, God of War for Tim, MLB The Show for Marcus, and Tomb Raider for Charles. Uh, next round. So are, what, which round are we doing first? I guess we got to pick that. Are we doing – how are we doing this? Are we doing all the childhood games against each other? Are we going to split generations? Do we need to talk? I was planning to do it gen- generation versus generation, but we can talk it out. You know, I think doing it across generations would be really interesting. You know what would be more fun? If we argued the games that we picked and then did it that way. We do three weeks and we each argue against our own games. And then we each take one game to the final. And then we pick one game from the final. It'd be more work. Gotcha. But hmm, would, I yeah. think it'd be, it'd be different. So you want to do an internal tournament? And then out of that comes your best game? I guess I, I guess the thing would be you would make an argument for I mean the only really caveat is it's going to be talk heavy for one person throughout the episode and the other people are basically just ask questions to figure out which one you're going to pick because ultimately right. you're going to be you're right. going to be arguing for the, you're going to be presenting points for all three of the games and then at the end of the episode you two are going to be vote two of you would vote for the game you want to go for I think we probably just need to figure it out. Because <laughs> uh, okay. if we talk about this now, we're going to be at two twenty, and we're probably still going to be getting into the weeds of well, if yeah. you're, if you're arguing against yourself, how about we do fifteen minutes per game and blah blah blah. So I will just say next round we will do the first round of our new bracket, and we will come out of that with whatever we come out with. But we will explain it at the beginning of the next one. Does that sound reasonable? That sounds perfect. That sounds quite reasonable. All right, so I'm just going to do. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you for all the video game people for showing up. Thank you for all the rap people from the last round for sticking around for the video games because I know it's a bunch of y'all out here like us and you're in both groups. Uh, We're going to keep going with this. We appreciate your time. We will see you on the next one. Peace. Yo. Shout out to dinosaurs.